Welcome to the very first episode of The Sweat. I'm very excited. A podcast featuring conversations with women whose careers and Instagrams inspire us. Hosted by me, Kyla Hammond. With me today is Jasmine Burnside, a true artist with the scissors at Whittemore Salon in the West Village and one of the chillest girls I know. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy. Okay, so when I first went on your Instagram, or not your first one on your Instagram, but when I was looking at it and I saw that you were doing hair, I was like, this is so fucking cool. I mean, I've known you since high school, so of course I wasn't sitting around thinking on the cheerleading team, what is everybody going to be doing, but I just thought it was really awesome that you were doing hair, so what made you decide that you wanted to do hair? Well, um, let's see. That's a loaded question. Um... (laughs) I knew that I always loved doing hair. I think mm-hmm. in high school, all the girls for cheerleading, I always did their hair, hair for competitions. Um, I always was working at a hair salon. Um, I think my mom took me to this this hair salon. It was called Bombshell. Okay. And um, it was her hairdresser that did my hair. And she offered me a job as an assistant, just like sweeping, maybe mending to the front desk. And... I started doing that. That was my first salon job. I was 14. Mm-hmm. So I was like ninth grade. And uh, wow. yeah, I just started, I was just in salons all the time. And I think it was after I took the SATs and I did the whole applying to schools, I was like, you know, I really, I really want to try this hair thing. I want to go to cosmetology school. And I thought, well, you know, if, if it doesn't work out, it's only a year or two of cosmetology school. Yeah. I can have my license and be able to practice. Was it expensive? Um, it wasn't cheap, but definitely less expensive than, I think, a four-year college. Yeah. Um, so, um, I took out a student loan, but yeah, I went to cosmetology school and I was like, you know, if I don't love this or find the job that's right for me out of Mm -hmm. this, I can always go back to college, but yeah, this is definitely my passion, so. Awesome. So, what was the first place that you started working in Maryland, and then when did the transition from working in Maryland to New York happen? Well, so Maryland, I I worked for I worked in a salon for a few years as an assistant training, and then I moved to Connecticut actually with my ex, and it was just a perfect opportunity. Um, to get out of the city, mm-hmm. out of my comfort zone, because I knew I eventually wanted to move to a bigger city. Yeah. And I thought Connecticut, being close to New York, like, I could maybe try and yeah. slide in from there. <laughs> <laughs> so I moved to Connecticut, um, and I ended up doing some freelancing in and out of New York, more wedding stuff. Okay. And then I wanted something a little bit more permanent. I wanted to break into working at a salon, and mm-hmm. that's when I researched different salons that I'd be interested in working at, and then I found Whittemore House. Wow. Yeah, so moved, once I got the job there, moved from Connecticut into the city. Okay, so I've never been to Connecticut, but yeah. how is Connecticut, what is that like? What I always just imagine as like this very like suburban, beautiful place, Yeah. but very far from everything. Yeah. Um, Connecticut's beautiful in, its, in, its, in different ways. Um, I was in New Haven for a little while, 
Okay. Um, which is a quaint little college town. Lots of fun restaurants. Small, though. Um, but Gilmore Girls. Fall, sorry? I keep thinking of Gilmore Girls. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah pretty much. <laughs> um, gosh, I haven't watched that show in so long. Oh, Didn't they come out with, like, a new season? I did watch it, and... Yeah, they did, and I don't know how I feel about what they did with Warrior's character. They, I don't know. I love all the actresses on there, but yeah. I they took Rory to a place I didn't really okay. completely really. understand. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. So Connecticut's beautiful. Um, it wasn't for me long term. Yeah. I think I um, enjoyed it for my time there because I wasn't working every day. I was doing more freelance. So mm-hmm. um, the foliage is really pretty in the fall. Um, good pizza. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's awesome. But it's definitely, it's only, if you take Metro North right here at Grand Central up, mm-hmm. it's only um, like 45 minutes into Stanford, and that's actually where I moved to after New Haven. Oh, wow. So I moved into the city. Okay. Yeah. Where in the city are you living? Um, I'm in Brooklyn. I'm in Bush. Oh, Park. no, you told me that. Yeah. You told me that you're in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and I love Brooklyn, and we were talking about girls. Yeah. Do you ever see them shooting? I have to know. I have never seen them shooting. Well, who knows? Like, if I ever see someone shooting in Bushwick, mm-hmm. um, it's more just the camera crew. I haven't seen any, like, famous people on the street. Yeah. So it could be. They could be filming. Okay. But I actually did see, like, a van and some directors and lots of guys in all black and walkie-talkies <laughs> and headsets. And I was like, all right. And they were, like, kind of giving me the eye, like, don't walk down this sidewalk. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Get in way. Yeah. <laughs> But I definitely keep trucking through. I'm like, no. You're like, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta use this street. <laughs> <laughs> what about Wetmore House? Like, how long have you been there officially now? Oh, it was two years on March 1st. Was oh, my, wow. my two-year anniversary. Well, happy anniversary. Thank you. So what do you love about it? Hmm. Well, I knew... So, like I was telling you before, I was doing some freelancing and then I wanted to find a salon job and I was working with these two women who gave me suggestions of hair salons that did like more continuing education, had a good training program, um, but I was also interested in editorial work as well. Yeah. And the more research I did about Whittemore, um, I found out that the two owners of my salon did a lot of work with one of my biggest inspirations, it's Guida Palau. He's a um, editorial hairdresser. Okay, wow. Yeah, and he he's just a big inspiration to me. And I found out that they did a lot of work with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I looked into their work and kind of went and did a trial day. And just the aesthetic and the people and the vibe of the salon is very similar to, to me. Yeah. So I felt like I fit in right away. And I walked in, I was like, I want to cut hair like that. I want to do hair like that. So. Which, by the way, no one who's listening to this podcast can see Jasmine, but her hair looks amazing. <laughs> hair looks so good. It's, like, glossy and shiny and beautiful. And it's like you just washed it. It looks amazing. Yeah. I did just wash it. Did you? It looks yeah, really I good. I do it today. <laughs> so I hope it looks good. It looks so good. And I love, so I'm always excited because I'm always looking on your Instagram and seeing all the projects that you're on. So what... What's been your favorite project so far? Um, favorite project so far. So I did, um, I, I traveled with um, my two, the two owners of my salon. They're both colorists. We're departmentalized. So okay. you either choose cutting and styling hair or coloring hair. And they're both colorists, and they just launched a new bleach. Um, it's for, like, highlighting hair. 
Okay. It's called Hair Pink. Um, and they are now, they launched it, the product in LA, and they're now touring it, and they're just going to different cities to teach about the product. And with that comes, like, demonstrations and um, essentially a hair show. Yeah. So we went to New Orleans recently, and um, I got to do some haircuts and fun styles on their models. So that was really cool because you got to incorporate, like, obviously cutting, but you get to be a little bit more creative and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's fun to do the stuff outside of the salon, and that was probably one of my favorite things so far. I've never been to New Orleans. Yeah. I really want to go. Yeah, it was my first time. We didn't get a ton of time to hang out, but what we did get to do was really cool. Did you get to go to, what is it called, Cafe du Monday? No, we didn't do that, but we went to, um, gosh, the name is slipping my mind, but we went to this old, really old, famous jazz club. Uh. Um, that It was amazing. They had, um, basically, you could turn your phones off, no no photography, nothing, and they didn't have, they, all they had was the instruments. They weren't hooked up to amps or speakers or anything, and the sound was incredible. It was definitely very authentic. What, do you know the name of it? Or do you remember? I don't remember it. Uh, I have to look it up for you. I'm going to have to go on like a deep Instagram dive. Yeah. yeah. I do those I'll all the time. I'll find the name for you. Um, okay. One of, we were there with a few of their friends and they got us in into this club. But yeah, it was cool. Really good food. We yeah. Had, it was in this like old colonial house. Um, was it haunted? I, probably. <laughs> That stuff doesn't freak me out too much. I kind of want to meet a ghost. I'm that person. <laughs> I'm like, just talk to me just for a little bit. I just want to see what's going on, why you're here. Yeah, if ghosts do exist, they definitely were in that house. <laughs> oh, my God. I, every time I think of New Orleans, I think of, of course, jazz. I think of amazing food. Yeah. I think of beignets, and I think of ghosts. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Well, my manager actually... She ended up booking a hotel because she walked in and she was like, I can't stay here because she was spooked. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, if that... <laughs> she's probably one of those people who feels energy and she's like, okay, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a few people here. I gotta mm-hmm. go. Yeah, she's like, this is too much for me. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's cool. Wow. Did you get, like, any kind of, like, history tour of it? Um, I wasn't there. They actually got there a day before I did, so I didn't go on the tour, but I think, like... I think Clint Eastwood stayed there. What? Yeah, like they were. I think they were trying to really sell the the, yeah. the house, but um, that was a fun fact because like, like, I arrived Eastwood. and my boss was like, "Yeah, you missed the 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 tour." They were talking about how Clint Eastwood brought his girlfriends back here, like so. Because <laughs> like, it's like everybody wants to yeah. brush their teeth in the same sink as Clint, Clint Eastwood, Eastwood. Yeah. so it makes sense. <laughs> so you so you specialize in coloring. Uh, cutting. Cutting. So yeah. you so you specialize in cutting. Yeah. Do you want, can you ever mix at Woodamore or no? Um, no. It is departmentalized there. You have okay. to pick one or the other, which was actually very new and different to me. Okay. First starting there, just because I was used to doing both. Yeah. But, um, you get used to it, and I actually quite enjoy just focusing on one thing. Okay. And I don't really miss coloring hair. Really? No. Because every time... I'm, I mean, I'm used to, I have my hairstylist, but then I'm growing up when I worked in hair, um, in a salon, I cannot think of the word, when I lived, when I worked at a salon, they did kind of everything. Mm-hmm. It was like almost expected of you. Mm-hmm. So it's nice that they have people that are like, 
professional in a certain department and you can trust that they're the best at it. Mm-hmm. How many people work there? Um, there's probably between the colorists and the stylists, maybe like 13 of us. It's, it's not Look, it's too pretty big. intimate. Yeah, it's not too big. It's, um, it's in the West Village and um, it's basement level of um, a big brownstone. Um, very boutique, very small. Wow. Yeah. Very you need to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. You need to come by. So I have to ask because I, <laughs> I at one point put on my Twitter because I'm obsessed with Connie Nast Traveler. Mm-hmm. And I saw you going into their – why were you there? I have to know. Yeah. Um, Can you talk about it? Is it like a secret project or no, something? No, it's not secret. Okay. Um, that was actually – that was my second time there. Um, we were shooting, um, I was assisting, um, a really great hairstylist and now friend of mine, her name's Angela, and Mm -hmm. she has been doing hair for a long time, and she, um, does these shoots with Allure, Mm -hmm. and they're basically, um, like, hair through the decades, so the first one we did was, um, it was actually 100 years of brows, so... You start from the 1920s, and then you move up to, like, current, like, 2017. Yeah. Um, and you go through different trends. Um, the one I most recently did, we did um, bridal hair through the, through the decades. Wow. So we did some fun, fun looks. 80s. So 80, we did 80s, we did some um, 1920s, we did, uh, what else, some Elizabeth Taylor hair, like, the big bun and the flowers. Yes. So I was assisting her on that, and we just, um, we tackled some of those looks together. And they just do a short video, and you can find it on YouTube, Mm -hmm. um, you can find it on their website, so it was more for, um, online video. Yeah. Okay. How-to tutorials. What is your daily, what does your day look like on a regular? Uh, Now that you're kind of, I mean, you're Um, busy. Yeah, trying try to be, trying to stay busy. Yeah. Um, well, I work at the salon Tuesday through Saturday. Okay. Uh, we're closed on Sunday and Monday. That's nice. Um, but yeah, I would, I work a little bit later in the day, which I like. Mm-hmm. I go in around 11 or 12 and I'll stay until 8. And mind that. <laughs> I hate waking up in the morning. It's awful. <laughs> I don't know if I remember that about you because we always saw each other. At school. At school. Yeah. And you're kind of, like, forced to just be there. Yeah. I did have a lot of tardies in high school. Did you? I did. I did. I got a couple phone calls home. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I think I was on that list. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was never tardy. I'm, I have, like, this deep guilt and feeling of being late, so mm-hmm. I can't do it, but... Yeah. I did skip for senior week, like senior, the senior skip day. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did skip, so yeah. I feel pretty good about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because I was terrible in high school at being on time, but at work and um, now I'm the same way. I get very anxious if I'm not like 10 minutes early. Yeah. I get very anxious. But you also kind of have to be that way when you're working at a job that yeah. schedules appointments. That's true. You want to make sure you're set up and like you're ready. Yeah, ready for your client. Yeah. Especially because you're in such, like, a, you're, like, almost in, like, in a touch therapy kind of job where it's, like, if your energy's off and you're messing with someone's, like, head, 
Oh, yeah. Everything. They can feel it. Yeah, Absolutely. they can. Oh, yeah. They're like, she's in my roots, and I feel like she wants to, like, kill me. Yeah, or, like, when you're when I'm really hungry, and, like, <laughs> I'm busy, and I don't have an assistant or something. Yeah. And I know my food's in the back, and I'm like, <sighs> I'm just going so fast. That's the worst. Like, you never want to blow dry a really full, long head of hair if you're hungry. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you done that? Yes, I've done that. <laughs> I tried to plan appropriately, though. So. Yeah, you're like, can you just give me one second? Yeah, I'm like, just it'll be better back. for you if you let me just go eat my Yes! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what, um, what are your plans for the future? Like, what do you want to do? Where do you see yourself in, like, the next, like, I don't know. I feel like five years is such a long time. But maybe, like, three, two to three? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like that, that answer is changing all the time like Mm -hmm. I was asked that question not too long ago and you set these goals for yourself and then they happen and they're like okay what else do I want what else do I want to do what else do I want to see so I think right now like just getting more established at the salon and building my clientele I'm still a year out on the floor so still building um I would like to possibly um get signed with an agency okay wow yeah and um maybe dabble in that a little bit how does that work well an agency is just some a group that represents you Mm -hmm. so they do more like um celebrity clients they'll send you out for more editorial work magazine work photo work um and basically the agents of these celebrities or these models or um they'll reach out to the agency and the agency will book you okay it's just um different than salon it's more editorial okay so that's a goal of mine yeah. in the next few years is to possibly get signed with an agency that I'm interested in. Do you have a, like a editorial hairstylist other than the one that you mentioned earlier that you would like to model your career after? Um, I think that I don't know if any one specific person, mm-hmm. but I definitely have some people that I, I follow their work closely um, some of the people that I work with at the salon are definitely big inspirations, and um, I have really great mentors. Yeah. So, um, well, Guido Palau is definitely one of my big inspirations. I don't know if I want to go there. Yeah. Like, I think I want to have, like, a happy balance of salon life and doing some editorial and shoot work for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. Um, I really like um, Bridget Breaker. Um she she's with a group of um, signed with the agency that does really great work okay. that sends her out on um, just like celebrity stuff, editorial stuff. So something that you can either choose to do or turn down, so you have a little bit more control. Yeah, I'm so bad at this. I'm literally, I'm like, who do I know? I'm like, I know Jen Atkin. Yeah. Like, who else do I know? I can't. Is it Mario? Like, I know everyone who's in, like, Kim Kardashian's, like, hair oh, camp. Oh, yeah. Jen Atkins a big one. She's great. I actually um, just bought her um, wave spray. Oh, how is it? Spray. I love it. I use it every day. And your um, hair, again, her hair looks dope. <laughs> it looks so good. I love it. Thank you. I want to try, I think the only one that I can really try is, like, her edge one. Like, it looks really good. I just want to try it just because it's her. Yeah. And it's very clean. It's a really beautiful yeah. bottle. Yeah, I love her, some of her products. I'm excited to test some more of them out. Yeah. Yeah, she's a she's a great one, too. I always watch her work. Um, 
Yeah, she does really fun stuff. What? Who is, okay, who is your dream client? Dream client. Or clients, like if you could pick three. Yeah, I think I have a pretty fun clientele now. Um, we, like I said, our salon's in the West Village, mm-hmm. um, so we have, I, I feel like our clients are really cool and fun, and not, like, when you get into uptown or more in this area, yeah. um, like, Upper East Side, like, I feel like the hair can get a little, like, soccer mom-ish, ah. um, so just someone who's open to change and um, wants to have fun or change up their look. Yeah. Um, it kind of gets redundant if you're doing the same thing yeah. every day. But um, I feel like at the salon in the area that I'm at, and I, I, I pretty much, I feel like you start to attract and weed out who doesn't vibe with your with your style right. or your aesthetic, and I think that you retain the people who are. Okay. So I, I, I feel like, like I said, anyone who's willing to change or do something fun. Yeah. yeah. I love that. What about, so when you think about like where you came from with high school and then how you've been working towards this goal and how you're in New York and you're mm-hmm. killing it, what advice would you give to someone who wants to be a hairstylist? That's a good question. Um, or what would you tell them, do not do yeah. this? <laughs> Is there anything that you would tell do them? Do not. <laughs> um, I would say just... Definitely don't let go of your passion. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of what drives me and what I do is my passion for learning. Yeah. Um, and being very open to change and advice. Okay. Um, it, it can get really discouraging when, like, say, when I was in Maryland, I was at a salon where I was very comfortable. I was making good money. and But I was bored. I was like, I feel like I'm... I've, done it here I feel like I've learned as much as I can here mm-hmm. I want to go and I want to learn from other people that have more knowledge so I'd say when you are comfortable it's a lot harder to want to leave yeah leave that definitely paycheck leave <laughs> that yes. comfortable little nest that you're in mm-hmm. so just don't let go of that passion because that will definitely manifest all the other things I think. No, I definitely agree. I think that's great advice. Yeah. Okay, so I you told me that you used the way. Mm-hmm. I want to know, and this is also something that I want to put up on the blog, is like, how do you answer some fun questions? But what are your go-to products? My go-to products? So I have a few. Um, a couple products that I use pretty much all the time in the salon is Sasha Wan's Ocean Mist. Okay. It's um, a sea salt spray. They, it gives you really good textures, like um, a little bit of volume, and you mm-hmm. can put it on wet or dry hair, depending on what kind of texture you want to create. Um, and then, same product line, the Sasha One Leave-In Conditioner. Mm-hmm. Those are two that you can really get a nice hold and um, some nice polish. It's okay. very clean, natural, good for every day. Okay. Um, and then for, I would say... If I'm doing a shoot or something, if I want something a little bit more hold, um, dry orbe, dry texture, um, and Maximista are, are two products that I use a lot on shoots. I think a couple of these have come up on like Snap Stories that I've looked at. Yeah, probably. And I'm like, I don't know. Okay, so I have a question for you, and I don't know if you 
are familiar with this, but, like, because my hair is a little bit, like, curlier, a little bit tighter when it's, like, in its natural state, are those still products that you think you would recommend for people with my kind of texture, or? With your kind of texture, I would definitely stick with something that's very moisturizing. Okay. Um, Curly hair, frizzy hair, um, tends to be more dry, so Mm -hmm. you want something to kind of fill it in. Yeah. Uh, So the leave-in conditioner would be good. You probably wouldn't need much of the the texturizing or the volumizing products. Mm -mm. You'd want something to (laughs) smooth it out a little bit more. Something that has a little bit more shine and condition. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always looking for that. I was looking at, let me see, I was looking at Anne Carroll's Beauty. I don't know if, are you familiar with? Sounds familiar. It's in like this really nice, like white, like a white bottle, kind of like Jen Atkins, but like it's like a silver, very bold writing. Um, and she's usually kind of, um, steering her products towards more, like, curly, thick, coarser okay. hair. So, I'm always looking for, like, new products, because in the summer, I'm always, like, I have to, I really want to wear my hair curly, but it's so much mm-hmm. to kind of try to tame throughout the week. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're just, like, I just want to be able to, like, get up and go. Yeah, get And up not and worry go. about it. Yeah, that's, so. that's definitely a... Well, I don't really spend too much time on my hair either. I, mean, I always tell people the right products in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. If you have 15 minutes to dedicate it, you can get a good style. Yeah. You don't want to have to be spending an hour on your hair. Nobody has that kind of time. No, not at all. <laughs> no. And then every time I'm like, okay, I'm going to wash my hair, I'm like, my arms are like aching. And I'm like, I feel like I just did like 500 push-ups <laughs> and pull-ups. Yeah. It's it's like literally the most exhausting activity, but it's worth it. Yeah. You know, you have to do it. Yeah. What is the um what's the price point for when more like if someone's coming to you, what can they look to for so my haircuts are a hundred. Okay. And um my blowouts, so just like a normal blow dry is seventy five. Okay. And then event styling, um I go to Get any kind of up style or anything like that, um, it starts at 150 and up. Wow. Yeah. We are living <laughs> the dream right now. I'm actually on the lower end of the price. Are you really? Yeah. Jasmine? Yeah. And what our, our, our salon, we don't base things off of talent. We do more like how long have you been there and more seniority in the sense that if you've been there a year, you get a raise. You like to raise your prices because you want to grow. Yeah. So, um, because I've I've been on the floor um, about a year, mm-hmm. I'm still um, at the lower price point, which I actually like. Do you? Yeah, I do because I get people that are my age. Okay. People, people, um, kind of just like me, who's who are trying to make it in New York in whatever trade mm-hmm. or industry that they're in. Just because you're in New York doesn't mean you can afford it. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. So, I, I feel like I get people, like I said, with my aesthetic, like, um, artists. I have a few a few of my favorite clients. One of them is an actress. Um, I'm trying to get established as one, That's a awesome. film director. So, on the arts who um, want to save a little money. Yeah. Um, but they have really cool style. So, I feel like my price point attracts a, a great clientele, whereas... You, I, if you have a haircut that's a couple hundred dollars, you're going to get a different clientele. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes that can be bittersweet. Yeah. So true. I'd rather have a really awesome clientele and have them grow with me and be willing to pay as I move up. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Do you get a lot of kids? Um, no, I don't. We don't really do because I don't have a kids rate. Okay. Um, like say it's a good client of mine and they have a like five year old that sits really well and is well behaved. Like I'll I'll knock a few bucks off oh, for nice. sure. But we don't do a, a lot of kids haircuts. I'd say probably the the young. I have two young girls. Her their mom comes to see me. They're like. I think the youngest one's like 13. Wow, okay. Yeah. So. That's, I mean, that's not bad at all. Mm-mm. That's really great. Yeah. And then the West Village is awesome. I've been there, I think I've been there maybe like three or four times, but I want to spend more time in New York. I'm just like, and I wanted to live here so badly when I was like 18. I was yeah. like, I have to live in New York. Yeah. There's a lot but to see. So much to see, so much to do. Yeah. And. I, feel like I, I haven't done even like a fraction of it. <laughs> so what so what have you done while you've been here? What have I done? Um well, I've done the tourist some of the touristy things. I've done um I've been to some really fun cool parties like performance art parties. Um been to some cool museums. Um Yeah, I walked the Brooklyn Bridge, which is always fun. Did you really? Yeah, um, Dumbo is really cool. Dumbo, Brooklyn yeah. is really fun. Um, the High Line over by the village is cool. Okay. Like elevated walkway overlooks Ooh. a park right on the west side highway or close to it. Um, yeah, I mean, I've done a ton, but I yeah. feel like there's still so much to do <laughs> and see. I feel like there's, yeah, there's never... There's never, like, a lacking here. There's always something new being, like, created. Mm-hmm. I mean, every time I'm at home, I'm like, what's going on in New York? Like, I really want to go to, to um, Sleep No More. Yeah. Have you been there? I haven't done Sleep No More yet, but a lot of my coworkers have done done it, and I hear really great things. It's, like, my dream right now. Yeah. I gotta do that. Yeah. I would love to see Hamilton, but tickets are, like, billions of dollars. I know. And it's, like... We should be able to see it because we most likely know all the words now. Yeah. And if you know all the words of the songs, then you should just be able to get a ticket anytime you want. I just don't, I don't understand. <laughs> if I can recite every word. Exactly. <laughs> I get free entry, right? <laughs> Thank you. That's what I want. I really want to go to Hamilton. And I, I don't, but then I also kind of feel a little bitter about it because all of the original people are gone. And mm-hmm. so I'm kind of like. Yeah, you didn't get in there with the original cast. Yeah. I'm sure the new one is still great yeah i think peggy is still there okay the original peggy i think so that's kind of nice but i guess i mean i really wanted to see specifically like Mm lin-manuel and um is it it's leslie odom oh yeah yeah i wanted to see him yeah so one of these days i have the hamilton raffle on my phone yeah, you, you can just uh, put your name in for, for a raffle. And I'm like, that's probably the only chance I have at seeing Hamilton these days. I know. And <laughs> Very I, small one, but... But, you know, I mean, that's great because once you... I mean, because you're going to get it. I mean, the odds are really... I mean, it's going to happen. <laughs> but I feel like in Maryland, I'm like, if I do that and they, like, pull it out when I have to be in school, I'm going to be so yeah. mad. I'm be like, oh, come on. How am I supposed to do this? <laughs> do you want to live in Manhattan? I don't know. I love Brooklyn. I love Bushwick. Yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely where I want to be for now. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But you get so much more space in Brooklyn. 
Yeah. Um, Do you get a yard? Depends. Uh, okay. I have a friend that lives a couple blocks down from me, and she's got a cute little backyard. Yes. Um, yeah, so it just depends. I just got a new apartment. We're actually moving April 1st. We just got a two-bedroom, and we had a one-bedroom, and we're moving a couple blocks back, but bigger space. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm getting a place, too, actually, finally. You know how expensive it is in Howard County. Yeah. So I'm living in Glen Burnie. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I'm going to be doing, that's April 13th, a little bit after you. Oh, nice. So exciting. Yeah. It's hard living with my mom, too, yeah. just our marriage. You're kind of like, I gotta go. Yeah. Like, I'm over it. And I, exactly. And I left before, but then I was like, I'm in school. This is so expensive. But while I'm taking out money, I might as well use it to pay for an apartment. Oh, absolutely. Because it's just, I don't know. I'm, especially because I'm doing the podcast, and I'm like, should I do interviews at the apartment? And then just kind of like the moving about. And you just want your own space. Mm-hmm. It's Definitely. Just, I don't know. I don't actually don't know how I've been doing it this long. <laughs> when I really think about it, I don't even know. So do you, I'm always curious because I know like when I talk to like the woman who does my hair, she takes like sometimes outside classes to learn new things about how to get like the perfect platinum blonde or mm-hmm. things like that. So do you still take classes? Do they offer them at Woodmore or? Yeah, so a little bit of both. When I first started at Whittemore, whether you've been doing hair for like six years or six months, um, they like to retrain you. Yeah. Um, unless you're established here in New York and you have a full clientele. Yeah. They want to kind of put you through their program, which was really cool. It's, it's kind of like college for hairdressers going through programs like that. You really awesome. do learn a lot um, as far as cutting and, and styling. Um, so I went through that program in a little under a year, and like I said, I've been on the floor taking clients for a year, and now I'm actually teaching some yeah. of the classes to the new assistants or apprentices, other hairdressers that are starting on the floor. That's awesome. Yeah, so I teach a little bit, and um, yeah, I do some outside education. Um, most recent one I did was with Orbay. Um, we get a certain amount of credits because we buy a lot of their their products. Mm-hmm. So after those rack up, you can use those in exchange for education. What? So uh, I'll go to their location. I think it's on somewhere on Broadway in Soho. Mm-hmm. So you'll go to their their show showroom or their um, their space, and they facilitate like a styling class. And they're all different. Some are cutting. Some more um, blow-dry classes, some more, more like editorial, fashion week styles, so. Okay. Yeah. Did you do fashion week? Do you want to do fashion week? So I've been asked that question before. Um, I did not do fashion week this year. Um, I have um, helped out with it before yeah. with Victoria and the owner of my salon. Um, she will get do a lot of the color for, for some of the models awesome. that walk the shows. And so they will come to the salon or she'll work on set or on site. And um, Fashion Week is cool. It's very crazy. It's busy. And you're kind of like 
a, a little small fish in a huge pond. Yeah. So it's a lot of work, a lot of hustle, which is cool because you learn a lot. Mm-hmm. But um, no pay, like so. It's just, it's oh. yeah, it's very hectic. So I like being at Whittemore because, like I said, because the owners of my salon do a lot of that work, we get it in the salon, whereas I don't feel like I need to go out and and work fashion week because it's just so crazy and I can get the same kind of aesthetic and feel being at the salon and not yeah. be feeling like overworked for it being so crazy. And with the shoots and stuff, it I guess I didn't realize that you wouldn't be paid. I, I thought that you would definitely well, be paid. Um, it depends. Like like the big people, the people who are lead hair and stuff like that, they have a budget. But you usually just go and assist someone. And yeah. sometimes you get a small day rate, but it's it's like it's very small. And like I said, it's 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 fun. You should do it. Yeah. Um for the experience. One, for the experience one time in your life. Yeah. But I think at this point in my career, like I like to get inspiration from those looks mm-hmm. and um, just do maybe my own projects. Like this weekend, I'm going to be shooting with um, a friend of mine who's a photographer who shoots um, for a, a lot of the magazines that I like to, to flip through. And we're doing a test shoot with some agency models yeah. that a casting director of his um, is sending to us. So we get to have fun with that kind of editorial world but it doesn't feel like you're yeah in this chaos that is fashion week oh my god i mean it looks so put together when you're watching on like your instagram stories when people are snapchatting you're like oh yeah that's great but to work yeah to work it and actually be putting these models into their like their styles and like it looks like you're just kind of like popping them in and out. Oh yeah, it's very fast, very quick. A lot of people on one model, like four or five people working on one person sometimes. So, great experience. I, I, I know a few people who still do it and love it, and I wow. think it's great. It's yeah. just not necessarily where I think. It's funny because I used to think that's what I wanted to do, is just like that know. kind of stuff. That's awesome. But, like I said, I like to do it more for fun on my own terms. Yeah. So if that leads me somewhere down the road, that would be great. So if it were to lead you somewhere, if you did it again, mm-hmm. where would you like it to lead you? Is there, like, a specific – like, what magazine do you want to, like, work with? Like, what kind of – what's, like, your dream editorial shoot? Um, my dream editorial shoot. Well, everyone – everything is a little bit different. I think what makes it – great is the team so the Mm -hmm. photographer having the right models um what are you shooting what's the like what's the mood what's the vibe what's the end goal yeah so it's having the right team and a good group of individuals who are all good at what they do to make something great happen yeah so whether that's published in like one magazine that i really like is um Wonderland. I also like. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's a really cool one. Um, um, another magazine is a cool, a cool one. I mean, Italian Vogue would would be a dream. Yes. <laughs> Italian Vogue is is 
definitely a dream. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, testing and having fun with other creatives mm-hmm. is is enough for me. What about Love Magazine? I've been checking that out lately. Yeah, Love Magazine is really cool. Kind of, not, well, a little bit similar to Wonderland, just, like, with how, well, no, I feel like Love Magazine is very, like, sexy and flirty and just, I mean, it's amazing. I love that magazine. Yeah. um, Katie Grand, I think, is the... um, editor of that magazine and I think that her and Kylie Jenner are now doing something with love. Oh wow. Kylie Jenner is in, in well Kylie Jenner is everywhere. Kylie Jenner is Or everywhere. Uh, Kendall Jenner I'm sorry. Kendall Jenner. Yeah she's Kendall been doing Jenner. some yeah. photographing. Yeah. yeah and I think that she I, I don't know what her role is with Love Magazine but I think her and Katie Grand are, are doing something cool with it. Oh. But yeah, definitely. That's definitely one of the ones. We have all of those fun magazines. More editorial, a little bit less mainstream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you to be a little bit more creative. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Okay, so I'm attempting to figure out different segments. So I thought of this one, so we'll see how it goes okay. if you love it. So it's called Fire and Fizzle. Okay. So I want to know right now in your life, what is fire what is life right now for you and then what is like okay i'm over this let's move on what's fizzled out okay so as far as what though hair hair okay. what styles maybe like a color people did too much a cut people did too much yeah. so i think something that's really in right now is very trendy is are the beach waves mm-hmm. you're seeing that everywhere um which i think are appropriate and fun and i think are a great everyday easy look yeah um but again to your point before did you say sizzle or fizzle fizzle Fizzle. (laughs) (laughs) i like sizzle maybe only sizzle and fizzle (laughs) um i actually think it is such a big trend now but it's starting to fizzle out for me okay so i do it a lot every day and Mm -hmm. i try to make it fun in my own way um but it is just getting very done and redundant for me yeah but it's still very pretty and very relevant today Mm -hmm. so um what else like lots of texture lots of big big hair textured lived in who's like an example that you can think of it's like their hair is so textured and amazing how did she do Uh, it but you would know you would know how she did it reference for that gosh I don't know I don't know so I've been so I watched the Oscars recently yeah did you watch the Oscars well one of my favorite hairdressers also is um a hair by Adir you follow him on Instagram um I don't know how to put I don't know his last name but it's a deer. Okay. And he does um, Jessica Biel, like Reese Witherspoon, Jessica Chastain. I love Jessica Chastain. Um, yeah, he did um, Kirsten Dunst's hair for the Oscars. He's a really good one to follow for inspiration for me as mm-hmm. far as texture hair. Um, and he has done some really cool looks on Jessica Biel lately that I really like. As far as like fun, she's gorgeous, waves. yeah, she's got great hair. Yes, yeah, I love her. She's That's a so good example. Um, yeah, so 
probably her. She's got some. I always get a lot of like Rosie Huntington. Oh yeah. Like remember when she like kind of did like that lob look? Yep. Like that's a big trend too. Like not a bob, but a lob, like a grown out. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a lot. I get all like I I get a lot of those lobs, bobs. I didn't know it was called shapes. lob. Yeah. People come in and can I get the lob? Yeah, I kind of hate that name. Though. I hate it too. Now that I know. <laughs> Why did no guys? But I feel like I have to say it because as soon as I do, everyone knows exactly. Yeah, what I'm talking a lo- about. like it made me. I'm like, oh, a long bob. Yeah, got like, it. How do I get? How do I change that? Oof. That I'll help you. I don't know if I could, <laughs> no, but I would try. Come up with something better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well. Thanks for coming yeah, and doing the podcast. Me, this really means a lot to me. It's of the course. first one. I'm still working out all the kinks, but this yeah. was like perfect, and I really wanted to see you anyway. Yeah, so. this was so fun. Yay! Yay! All right, bye, guys. <laughs>